Hey, everybody. Welcome to Detox Podcast. I'm Denise Walker, your host. This is a new episode called Tell the Fucking Truth Already. And honestly, it comes at a really perfect time for me and serves as a really heavy-hitting reminder uh, that lies serve only negative purposes. And yeah, I'll get into that uh, later in the episode, but here we are. Here's Tell the Fucking Truth Already. The trouble with lies is their malignancy. Each falsity, either spoken aloud or to yourself, eats you from the inside out. Little by little, your cells will die, necrotizing your organs, your flesh, until you're a shell, just rags and bones and hollowed out eyes. The trouble with lies is their malignancy. It's like a cancer, right? It's these things that we do, we say to ourselves, we say to other people, and it doesn't hurt us all at once. It's a chronic thing. It just plants this little poisonous seed inside of us, and it leeches into our tissues and into our organs and through our systems until suddenly it's taken over and there's no way to cut it out because it is us. We become the things that we say. We become the things that we believe. So there are things that I've said, things that I've believed, lies that I've told. And with each one, I could feel myself being dragged down. It was like I was up here at this kind of coasting level through my addiction but as soon as I started telling lies about it I just started to circle down slowly 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 until I found myself in this place where lies came easy and the more lies I told the worse I felt the deeper I dug myself into that hole of addiction and the more my entire body and mind felt like it was rotting. And sobriety is almost the easy part when it comes to patterns. When you stop drinking, that's a very tangible thing to stop. You have a glass of wine and you just don't bring it to your lips. You just don't swallow it. You just don't pour it in the glass. You just don't buy it. You just don't go places where they serve it. 
You just don't hang out with people who drink it. But lies. Lies already exist within you. And they can slip right out of your mouth so easily. And the more you do it, like I said, the more it becomes easy. And it comes second nature. And it it becomes a part of you. Your belief system. When you tell yourself something over and over, you start to believe it. So that's how you become your lies. And lies exist within, but they all start somewhere else. They start from a place of fear. We don't want to be judged, so we change the narrative. We're not doing the things that people think we're doing. Because... If we were, then we could be judged for it. But if we're not doing those things, if we, if we tell the story that a different way, like that we're not doing these horrible things that we feel guilty about, we're okay. We're fine. Nothing's wrong. We don't want to feel the shame and the guilt So we lie. But that's the thing about it is that that shame and guilt doesn't go away just because the lie was told. We were afraid of getting the shame and guilt from someone else, but that shame and guilt already resides inside of us. You will never be free of the shame and the guilt until... You cut it out. And taking away alcohol is the first step. Taking away the addiction, taking away the thing that is creating this space that's so easy to feel those negative emotions about yourself, taking that out is the very first step. You have to do that or else the rest is not possible. Alcohol, gone. Boom. Kick it out. Then... You have to start changing your narrative on the inside of your head. So you stop telling lies. Active lies. There are, that's the next easy step. So you stop lying about your actions, lying about how you're feeling. Stop lying about... I don't know. One of the things I most lied about was how much I drank. When you stop drinking, you don't have to lie about that anymore. It's it's like an easy transition. There's like lies that you used to tell because you were covering something up, but if you have nothing to cover up, then then you you don't have to lie about it. It's just an easy transition now into truth. That's why that's an important first step. It's just a passive part to the action motion of stopping drinking. But if you don't own yourself in recovery, then you are telling passive lies. If you are still shrouded by the stigma of addiction, that is something that still 
eats away at you. You are still passively lying about who you are and what happened to you and why you're now in this cool, beautiful life. But you are still living in fear. If you are still afraid of stigma, the people around you that might judge you, even though you yourself have stopped drinking, you can't come out to your friends and family and coworkers and the society that you live in, that's because of fear, right? You're scared of the stigmatization of substance use. Well, guess what? That means the stigma is working. You are upholding the stigma by not fighting against it. Fear is crippling. And even if you are exploring all these awesome levels of sobriety where, yes, you smell the flowers and you taste the freedom and you just know how good it is, you are still being held back. There's still one last hook left in you that's keeping you down. You have to release it. I know it's scary, but fear is what lights the way. It shows us the path that is harder and more rewarding. The easy path is not scary at all because there's nothing there. There's there's nothing interesting or fun about that path. It's so easy. You just get to coast through life. Nothing ever happens to you. Nobody ever judges you. And you just walk along. But what happens when you want more? You have to be willing to step into your own recovery. Take responsibility for yourself. Own your hardship. We need people like you. We need you to recover out loud. There are people around you who need you. So let me tell you a little story about what is going on with me right now. Uh, It has to do with how cannabis is legal now in Canada and how I've been diving into that a little bit. And I know I talked about this a little in a previous episode and how I didn't know what the fuck I was doing because really it's just an escape, right? It's just another synthetic way to take myself out of myself. And so, you know, as I first started smoking weed recently, I wasn't, I was scared at first that it was going to just like catapult me right back into addiction. And even though it wasn't the same substance, right? Like I, I thought maybe, oh, I've already got the groundwork laid down in my head, addiction pathways, just kind of rusting away in there. If I put another addictive substance into my body, are they just going to light up again? And at first I thought maybe, yeah, it is, but then it didn't. And I didn't think about it. I didn't obsess over it. I didn't have issues. But 
then I did it like five days in a row and suddenly I was thinking about it like I did alcohol and I was obsessing over the fact that I wanted to do it and obsessing over the fact that I was obsessing over it, right? And that was kind of the mental shenanigans that were going on inside my head. I was getting pissed off because here I was starting to think about doing something that wasn't healthy for me and getting just really in my head about it. And it was taking up brain power. And that's like the major reason why alcohol was so bad for me. It just took up so much of my thinking power, so much of my thoughts and my time was all serving, navigating when I could get it. How much, how long do I have to wait? Oh, I'm out with my friends right now, but when I go home, I can drink and I can't, I won't be judged. I'll be behind closed doors. And I'm not a social weed smoker, very much like how I used to use alcohol. I like to use it alone. And that in itself just sets me up for failure in a way, doesn't it? Like I'm at home, I'm using it behind closed doors, I'm alone, nobody knows what I'm doing. And nobody has to know what I'm doing. But that's where the lies start. That's where they grow from. I started to judge myself. And then I started to worry that other people would judge me, especially being in recovery, right? Um, Holly Whitaker of Hip Sobriety, soon to be Tempest, is uh, a great blogger on these kind of things. She's got a great blog post on, are you still sober if you smoke weed? And essentially, it's all about your recovery is your own. You get to choose what that means for you. Nobody else can choose that. But still, I still had that feeling like, oh my God, if I say something, it means I have a problem. And that was the truth of it. If I admit that I can't stop thinking about this, then that means I have to stop. And I didn't want that. And so I started to, to dive into a, a, lie, a lying pattern where I, I wouldn't say anything, which is not necessarily an outright lie but it was avoidance and covering up the fact that I was doing it and feeling shame about it. And it was not good. I felt really guilty and I felt really annoyed that I was spending so much mental power on this. So I told a friend and now I'm telling you and I feel so much better. I'm not obsessing anymore and I haven't smoked it in... A few days and I'm just gonna get some space from it because um it's fucking with me obviously and I don't know if I'm gonna go to my online support groups and tell them about it I might eventually but oh, I feel such a relief just letting it out and just t- telling you and being open about it I feel a lot a lot of relief That is such a better escape than drugs are. Telling the truth is such a better escape than drugs are. So, we're almost at the darkest, darkest day of the year. And 
I know things are hard. I know it's really easy to go inward and get inside of yourself and stay there. But we're here. You have people that love you and trust you. And perhaps the judgment that you are feeling is just self-judgment. And you'll be surprised when you open up and you are authentic and raw and real, just what kind of support you'll be met with. You don't have to tell the world. You don't have to get a podcast and share your feelings like I do. But confiding in one person could be such a huge difference in how you feel. So I hope you are all doing well. I hope winter is not depressing you all so terribly. And it's almost Christmas. So, without further ado, I'll leave you with this. Tell the fucking truth already. The trouble with lies is their malignancy. Each falsity, either spoken aloud or to yourself, eats you from the inside out. Little by little, your cells will die, necrotizing your organs, your flesh, until you're a shell, just rags and bones and hollowed out eyes. Have a good week.